Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Undisputed elite is no more. Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly turned on the Young Bucks on this episode of AEW Dynamite. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite review of the WrestleTalk podcast. I'm Chopper Pete Cornell. I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun because Tempest is in Canada. Oh, bloody Tempest. Otherwise, it's supposed to be our big reward for winning Quizlemania. Yeah. Is I- reviewing... I was rewarded this? by reviewing this and Raw, yeah. and Raw again next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm really pleased. It's a bit like getting, although Raw was fine. So Yeah, that's the thing. That stipulation would have held so much more weight if Vince well, McMahon didn't retire. Well, it was like it was a bit like getting a piece of cake, and then you just notice there's a pube on it. And you're like, oh, well, this is really nice, like the AW side of things, but also a bit of a Raw pube. You speaking from experience, or? Yes. My dad... Um, once I, 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 when I was probably about nine, I'm just gonna cut you off here because we should uh, probably get into talking about what I found out about pubes. I'll tell you later, anyway. Let's get into the show. Uh, send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. And also, this stream is brought to you by Geology. Yay! Uh, it's skincare and it's real good. Uh, we're going to talk about it later after we uh go on to this uh opening talking point. That would have sounded real bad into the microphone. Well, it's better, I'm sure. better inside as well. Exactly. Not just a box. I know. Uh, so, uh, this show, the main thing we're going to be talking about to start with is this Undisputed Elite breakup angle that happened, uh, which for me was my favorite thing on the show. There was a lot of things I enjoyed on this show. I thought there was some really good wrestling on this show. Yeah. Um, but this angle uh, where the Undisputed Elite were finally back together again, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly still not medically cleared, which he said in the in the promo. Mm-hmm. But Young Bucks and Bobby Fish, also with Adam Cole, all came out to Adam Cole's music, um, and uh, which is great. And he came out and was saying, I'm still not medically cleared, but I need to speak to you all about this trios tournament that's coming up. Because I'm not medically cleared. Kyle O'Reilly's not medically cleared. There's three of you left. Yep. But for some reason, Young Bucks, you're not picking Bobby Fish as your partner. And if you're not going to pick Bobby Fish as your partner, 
Well, I'm sorry, you can't be in the tournament. Uh-oh. There's tension of brewing. Yes, and then it brewed very, very quickly. Oh, sure did. And because then... Yeah, he said, oh, well, it, and I'm afraid you're not going to be medically cleared either. And mm -hmm. everyone was like, what? Yeah. And then chop block and a, and, a, and a smash from their back. And a child cried. And it was that great. That was the best bit. I um, did you see his dad has since posted a picture saying he's fine now? <laughs> like, is there a picture of him? Like, I've just noticed that I can't, it was a very American child name, like Brick or <laughs> Clutch or something. Sure. You now American kids are all called like Braxton mm -hmm. and and Kayla and, and Glag. And like, please get to your point, Andy. <laughs> anyway, so his name. <laughs> Sh uh, shorty uh he was fine he was fine in the end but yeah there was a shot of he was and it wasn't it wasn't just like it was like five seconds after the attack he cried it, immediately it, it, it wasn't i i watched it back it wasn't that quick it was the attack happened there was a chop block people going oh no it cut, cut to someone else in the crowd it cut back there's a bit more of an attack then it showed the child crying because i thought it was that quick weirdly as well. it's great to see it's because so that just shows how passionate he is. I mean, I know, yes, I did write in my notes as a child crying in the crowd. Someone needs to explain the concept of kayfabe to him. What a loser! But I don't think he's a loser. I think it's great that these kids are so invested mm -hmm. in these storylines. Which, and I think a lot of people say, "Oh, AW is a is a more mature kind of product." But the fact that you are kind of engaging this, let's say, 12, 11, 10 year old, something like that, so much to the point where he is sobbing mm -hmm. into his father's like arms while his father looks very awkward i'd love it um it's great it was really good and uh the the icing on the cake for me like the the actual turn itself i was like okay you know like, there's been tension between yeah. the, this like, it wasn't, it wasn't unexpected it wasn't unexpected there's been tension between them for a while and it was like okay this angle's happening now that's fine uh but then when adam cole went to do a bit more of a beatdown, the savior for the young bucks mm. is hangman adam page which again is something that's been teased for a little while and people have, have wanted to see but he came running out, big pot from the crowd, cowboy s chance and all that stuff. Came out with a lead pipe, chased him off, and proper like dramatic, very slow turn towards the young buck. Just, oh no, my arch enemies that are actually my friends are in the ring with me. Went over, got uh, Matt Jackson back up to his feet, extended his hand, which was accepted by Matt Jackson. Im important to note that, accepted, gets him back up to his feet. But then he just turns around yeah. and leaves. The hung bucks. Love all of it. The hung bucks might be back. Um, so this kind of all stems from the, the trios championships, as mm -hmm. we've seen, uh, as, you, as you mentioned. I'm assuming Adam Cole is medically cleared, will be medically I cleared. Uh, I, th I think, so, so here's, here's what I'm thinking. He is medically cleared either now or he will be very, very soon. So he will be able to take part in whenever the tournament starts. And then the idea, I think, for a lot of people is that Kenny Omega would come back and team with the Young Bucks. But I think the plan is for, to bring Kenny Omega back at all out, which means that he can't be part of the tournament. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they needed someone else. Hangman Page was the obvious choice there. And if it is not like the young, the Hung Bucks versus the Undisputed Elite in the final, then I don't know what they're planning. But that surely seems to be the way they're going with it. I really hope so. If Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly can get medically cleared in time, mm. I'd love for that to be the final for this tournament. If not, I'd like to see Hangman and the Bucks win the titles and then have an immediate stare down with Adam uh, Cole, or, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, and that's the the immediate feud afterwards would be that. Or if they do win them at the pay-per-view, 
and then you have Kenny Omega come back and just sort of stare down the mm-hmm. Young Bucks and, mm-hmm. and Hangman Page in the ring. Let's think, you could even do a, a mixture of the two. You have Adam Cole and, you know, rest of Undisputed Era come out and do like a stand and be like, okay, this is going to be the trio suit. Then Kenny Omega comes back mm. and is like, guys, <laughs> what's going on? Stuck here in the middle <laughs> with you. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, no, there are lots of different little things. And there's this tournament as a whole is going to be very exciting, I think, because mm. there are lots of, lots of great trios teams in AW, but. I think this has to be the final if if we if 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 booking goes the way that anything makes sense which it generally does in AW this will be the final if Adam Cole is cleared. Exactly, yeah. And I'd really like to see that because that would be not only a great wrestling match but that would be something that would have a ton of emotion baked into mm. it as well. Could lead to some amazing like emotional spots between all of them with the history of Hangman and Cole having their heated rivalry, Hangman and the Bucks and mm-hmm. their like, you know, acceptance of him winning over Kenny and all that stuff. There's Oh, I can't wait for Kenny's come back. There's going to be so many interesting dynamics. As all which other which other teams would you like to see in this tournament? Uh, House of Black. Yeah, that uh, would be a really really cool one. Uh, at one point, I would have said Team Taz, but you know, best best friends in Orange Not Cassidy. It. I think they'll be in it. Yeah. yeah. How, I don't know. I don't know how many teams. Is it like eight teams? I don't know. I don't. Because I think four how many teams? or eight, and that's eight is a lot. Eight already. is a lot, but they can We've probably got the make Gun Club. Eight. Yeah, Gun Club would be in there. Uh, Tommy smoking guns. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Blackpool maybe. Combat Club, yeah. Because you could do you like, could, like Wheeler, Utah. yeah, uh, Claudio, and Danielson, maybe if he's yeah, all yeah. right. If you wanted to keep Moxley separate, uh, which you probably well, J- do. JAS could shove a team in. JAS for sure. Um, the Lucha, what they call Lucha Bros. Death Triangle. Death Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of very very good teams. Really good. There's a bunch of teams which will just be there to get beaten but like the semi-finals fun. the semi-finals of this if you've got house of black death triangle or blackpool combat club and these other two teams mm-hmm. then that's that's juicy yes very much so um i i love this because i said this in my editor review as well but like having subtle storytelling and subtext and like telling stories through body language and mm. little like looks and like unspoken words being told in eye contact and stuff like that that that's my stuff that's what i love in yes. storytelling and this had spades of it well because you you've got that moment of all the fans thinking oh my god hangman's back he's saving the bucks they're all best friends again he does save them and mm-hmm. he does offer them a hand but then he immediately just goes i'm helping cool. you here but we're not I'm out. We're, we're not we're not completely good yeah exactly so. Yeah, and Hangman uh, is is a king, especially with the Bucks. Apparently, of just these little side glances. Yeah, like when you think at uh, Revolution. What's he thinking? Ago, oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Just, uh, you uh, tease. Yeah, sneaky man. Uh, yes, I I thoroughly enjoyed all of this. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's see what you guys think. Let's get into some of your uh, Ultra Chats here. Let me get up the document here. Get in your Ultra Chats to WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We're going to go through all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. Uh, we have got one here from Charles Berg that says, uh, Nothing sells a betrayal better than the tears of a child. Overall, a fun show with some story progression. I also like the ass boys paying for their father's sins. Yesterday was my birthday. They paid for your sins. Oh, Pete, that was nice of them. Paying for their father's sins. Yeah, if they're the ass boys, and you're the ass man. I'm not, though, am I, though? You are. I'm not. Where is it? Nope. I'm an ass man. <laughs> I just got there. I hate the fact got, that you did that. I've got long fingers. That's, I, I hate all of that. Uh, my and long fingers so, made the ass man come out. Uh, he says, yesterday was my birthday. <gasps> and so, <clears throat> Planet Wrestle Talk, compliment me. Take who is, care. Who is it? Charles Berg. Berg means mountain in Swedish. Uh, and therefore... He's a mountain of a man. You are a mountain of a man. And yeah. Charles means... Cool. So you are cool mountain, which sounds like a, like a, a soda pop. So... Happy birthday. Happy birthday, yep. you soda pop. Yep, that's you. Riot DR says, uh, give Adam Cole a microphone and he makes you forget how awesome a wrestler he is. He becomes the most treacherous human being on the planet. On a side note, kind of sucks Bobby Fish has been forgotten till now. The man is brilliant. I agree. There aren't many people who could have a normal conversation and say the word Bebe and you wouldn't think, oh, what a knob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, and blah, blah, blah. Adam Cole's going to tell you a story, Bebe. I'm like, Oh, that's fine because you're Adam yeah, Cole. You're Adam Cole. You can if, get away with that. If I walked into the office and Pete went, Andy, I've got a story actually, baby. I'd be like, Pete, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. But Adam Cole gets away with it yeah. because he's Adam Cole. Um, uh, Steve Howland said, uh, All three of the active wrestlers coming out of Team Taz are far more over now than they were before. Mission accomplished. 
They Big agree. sure are. Big agree. Team Taz is dead. I will talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I thoroughly uh, agree. And there was a leftover one for now from the Raw Review Show. Oh. Rob Steenley, has been a member for two months in a row. Thank you so much. Uh, says, love everything they are doing. Great show. You this, are, you this, reviewed Raw? Yeah, I mean, that, that could that could refer to over these shows. Yes, yeah. Raw was good. And I, I think it'll be even better next week. Mm. Um, especially as... I think pretty sure Vince McMahon invented wrestling, so um, we will have uh, his invention come to life in the hands of Triple H next week. Yes. Uh, also, before we get into reviewing the rest of the show, uh, I'd like to say a big thank you to this video sponsor, Ooh. Geology. Wow, uh, what a nice box! It is a very nice box. Uh, Geology uh, is very good for men's skincare. Uh, for for me personally, because we do a lot of content creation, and with Vince McMahon retiring, it's been a busy old time uh, in in WrestleTalk HQ. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, we've had really long hours. Sometimes, you know, for like the breaking news videos we did, we were at like parties and things like that. Uh, so it's been fairly busy, is what I'd say. Uh, and I would say that on top of like everyday life and everything, it, it plays on your eyes a lot. We look at a lot of screens. You can get dark circles on your eyes and all that <gasps> stuff. But sounds like you need some nourishing eye cream. Indeed, this uh, the eye cream in particular is really really good. Uh, there's like fifty percent of guys that suffer from like dark eye circles, and this helps combat that. It's it's real good. I promise. Uh, you can get some really good offers from Geology because. When we've been sponsored in the past, you could get 50% off your uh, trial. But right now, if you follow the link, you actually get 70% off wow. your trial. Uh, it's part of like the five set that we've got here, the five, the five got things. Vital Morning Face Cream, you've got Everyday Face Wash, you've got Repairing Night Cream, you've got Eye Creams. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Pete, yeah. please, can I do the thing that I was going to do? Yeah, but not, not to me. No, please. No. Pete. Nope. Pete, the fans want it. No, they don't. Pete. Nope. Pretend Absolutely you not. are lying down in your mother's arms. I would rather not. Um, but you can get this for yourself uh, by following Simba. our link in the description. Uh, I don't think that's how you're supposed to do it. I'm just going to point that out. Uh, it would look better if I don't knew this. What I'm well, saying. The good thing about good, these though. things is that all you have to do is like just it has the exact right amount. If you just pump it once, it gets you the exact right amount of cream that you're supposed to use. One pump is enough. Exactly. But you know, genuinely, I have used this and it is really, mm. really nice stuff. Like I'm someone who has a real like issue with textures and like oily skin. But this stuff, because basically you take you like you may have mentioned, but you take a take a questionnaire about your skin type and everything, and then they send mm-hmm. you stuff based on your skin type. And when I did that because I've got quite oily skin. They sent me stuff that wouldn't just kind of make it feel horrible and claggy, mm-hmm. which is really good because I think a lot of people, when they get sort of cheap stuff from the supermarket, will just buy stuff and they'll go, oh, this feels horrible on my skin. I'm glad I spent £12 on this. Mm, exactly, this doesn't yeah. do that, and exactly. it's a nice box. Yes, uh, the, and that quiz that you mentioned, the diagnostic quiz, takes 30 seconds. It's real quick and easy and simple. Uh, so it's really, really good. So make sure to click that uh, link in the description, or you can go to uh, geology.com. The link is on the screen. It's a it's an in-depth thing, but that is G-E-O-L... Mm. G-E-O-L-O-G-I-E. Sorry, almost got uh, tongue-tied there. Uh, And there's also even more daily tips you can get by joining uh, their Geology Galaxy community, which is on their Discord, which is discord.gg slash geology. That's G-E-O-L-O-G-I-E. Go click that link. Uh, Mm. It's it's 70% off uh, your 30-day trial. Thank you, Geology, for sponsoring today's stream.
uh, let's get into reviewing the rest of AEW Dynamite, and then we'll get into the rest of your Ultra Chats and all that stuff later. Uh, but this show started off with Jay Lethal versus Orange Cassidy. This was built off the uh, Rampage uh, episode last week, where Best Friends and Orange Cassidy beat uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh in a trios yep. match. Uh, this one, it was fine. I thought Orange Cassidy looked really good. Uh, Jay Lethal is obviously good. And it's a nice little push for Lethal because he ended up winning this match clean. Very uh, clean. Yeah, I thought he dominated for, for mm. pretty much the 60-70% of it. Yeah, like he worked over Orange Cassidy's leg for the majority. Mm. And then that came back to bite him because he couldn't do an orange punch because his leg gave out. So it was just fine storytelling. Jay Lethal won. It's a nice push for him because he's going to be facing Wardlow, who came out to save Cassidy from a post-match beatdown. Mm -hmm. He's going to be facing him at Battle of the Belts 3. It's a nice little push for him. I don't think he's going to be Wardlow, but... It's good, good for what it needed to be. Yeah, I thought no, it was really, it was it was a good opener. Um, like you say, Cassidy started very well. Obviously, Cassidy is just will be over forever. Mm -hmm. So it's always nice to open a show with him. Sort of a nice hot start. But yeah, uh, a good a good little push for Jay Lethal, who I think a lot of people were worried about when he first joined AEW because he they were like, we've signed Jay Lethal. And then nothing happened for a bit. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to see him finally getting a little push. Uh, it's a it's a good mid card feud for him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, we got also just want to point out in this match that uh, Vincent Adult Man made his appearance. Best friends coming out dressed as the character from BoJack Horseman. Oh, it was great. that's what it was. Because yeah. Satnam sings really tall. Yeah. And as I wrote in my notes, Sanjay Duty. Sanjay Duty. Yeah. Yep. Um, thank you. Autocorrect. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't get that. My, it was a funny bit. I liked my it. My partner would have got that. She loves Bojack. Bojack is such a good show. Uh, we then had the undisputed elite breakup segment that we already spoke about. Mm -hmm. uh, we had John Moxie cutting a promo where he had some really good lines here, um, where he was saying like, "When Blackpool Combat Club is done, we're going to make the Heart Dungeon look like a daycare." And he was saying that he doesn't care whether he faces Jericho or Yuta in his in his title match because. He doesn't care who he faces, because anyone he faces, he wants to split them open, and he wants to leave teeth in the ring, which is just lovely. Which is joyous. I'm doing... I'm, other than just dancing, I'm doing John Moxley doing a promo. Is that what he does? Yeah. He just bounces back and forth. He's intense. He's John Moxley. Uh, no, a good promo, and uh, who's he's facing someone I'd never heard of on Rampage. Mance Raider. Mm -hmm. No, Mance Warner. Warner. Mance Warner, who I yep. think is CZW uh, alumnus still there um yeah i've never heard of him but the, so they have are doing a special evolution no no ev uh, elevation show tonight mm -hmm. um so that mance can get a win yeah before well, he, he faces moxie so he's got a one and a record he won at uh the rick flair's last match show yeah. uh, which i showed a recap of on this show which is why they said he's eligible mm -hmm. um because he won battle run at that show um but yeah cool uh, it was a good promo from moxie i really liked it uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter then faced Thunderstorm whoa, whoa, and I whoa, whoa, really whoa. liked this match Jungle Boy tried to run over Christian I was going to talk about that later when we have oh. the other segment with Christian but yeah sure fair enough alright well we, we will do that but yeah Jungle Boy, Jungle tried, Boy to tried to run over Christian Cage yeah and they went oh don't do that yeah. attempted murder I love end wrestling it's just oh don't do that could you not you know yeah. just don't we then had Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunderstorm which mm. I thought was rad this was a really good match yeah I liked all of the people in this match. I thought they gelled really well in this one. And Jamie Hayter, 
for me, was the standout on this show. She was so good in this match, and I'm so happy because I've loved Jamie Hayter since before her time in AEW. And I thought in this match in particular, she really shined, and people were like, damn, she's really good. Even, like, commentary were, like, putting over, like, damn, Jamie Hayter's really she's, good. She's come on leaps and bounds since she since she joined. Like you say, she was great beforehand, but she's never re- She's always been Britt Baker's... I'm a side piece, you know what I mean? Like yes. her, her, back, her backing dancer. Yes. Um, so to actually have her be one of the main stars in this feud is really nice because I think for quite a while the AW main event scene has been focused on the same three or four people. Mm-hmm. And so if you have her as maybe a breakout star, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe have her eventually turn face or something like that on Britt Baker, yeah. then you, that could make a massive star out of her. 100%, yeah. Um, and this match came down to there was a miscommunication where Tony Storm was doing a bunch of hip attacks in the corners, mm. ping-pong in between them both, uh, but she ended up accidentally doing one on Thunder Rosa. Is it a hip which, attack? Because that is definitely ass. That's what they call it, all right? Rather than an ass attack, ass they attack. just call it a hip attack. Okay. Um, but uh, then because she hit Rosa, she got a bit distracted, and Jamie Hater then hit the ripcord clothesline, the rainmaker, uh, and then she pinned Tony Storm, which right. was really really good. Rainmaker's funny as well because she's against Thunderstorm, and so they, you'd have thought that they'd be resilient to that. But do you know what Jamie Hater would be called if she was a babyface? Jamie Lover. Jamie Hayter looked really good here, and she'll be facing Thunder Rosa for the uh, for the AEW Women's World Title at Battle of the Belts 3. I think that's going to be a really fun match. At least I hope so. It will. I, that, I'm not sold on Battle of the Belts shows, i got to say, because mm-hmm. they just seem like, here are some not very important title matches, and titles probably won't change hands. Mm-hmm. I want them to put the belt on Hayter, though. Just go nuts. Just, just go nuts. Just, just go nuts. Just, put just the belt on Hayter. She's great. Um... After that, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti are going to get married, and Eddie Kingston doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Cool. Uh, which had a very British man doing the voiceover for the, yes. uh, for the for them getting married. Yeah, Eddie Kingston doesn't care. Yeah. It was fine. It was good. It, it was whatever. Eddie Kingston has such an Eddie Kingston way of doing things. It's yeah. great. Got a recap of Hobbs betraying Starks, mm-hmm. and then Taz announces on commentary that Team Taz is dead. It's Team over. Taz is over, uh, which I think is probably a really good move uh, in this situation because they've all just naturally, organically split up anyway in that they're, they're no more anyway. You had Hook's never really been, or at least not for a good few months, not really since his debut, his mm. actual in-ring debut, uh, has he been really portrayed as part of Team Taz. And then obviously, really realistically, all you had left going was Hobbs and Starks after that. Now they've split. They're all a bit desperate. I think... Uh, disparate sorry not desperate uh it's a good time to call it out and it also i really like that taz now doesn't have to pick a side in this yeah. game he can just talk about how great everyone is on commentary which is great for me because taz is great yeah no absolutely i think hobbs could hobbs feels like the breakout i mean obviously hook is 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 great but as a sort of breakout monster star i think hobbs could have a really good good career now any genuinely any of the three members of team Taz, i can see is like a breakout star because hook is hook and he's amazing hobbs has been absolutely amazing since Mm. like i think i I saw a post about this on excuse me on reddit just talking about what a good job they've done because it works when you can push someone immediately give them a rocket monster push from the off yeah it can work but doing this style where you bring him in and you slowly build them up over like a year and a half. Mm. Now he's got a new presentation, new music, 
and people hate him because he turned on Starks. This slow build has now resulted in not only Hobbs being over, but now Hobbs and Starks has been now turned babyface and is super over. And you have Hook coming out of it. Like, all of this, I feel like, is such a good, slow, methodical build. And it shows that if you put in the work to build people over a long period, it totally works. He feels like a much bigger threat now. And it's testament to Team Taz that if you told me, oh, by the way, in five years' time... Ricky Starks is going to be AW champion. In five years' time, Powerhouse Hobbs is AW champion. In five years' time, Hook is AW champion. And none of those will be like, no, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. All those are going, totally yeah, it. I can totally see that happening at some yeah. point now. Uh, also, I saw someone saying that he doesn't have new music. Yes, he does. It's a remix of his old music. And yeah, it's really idiot. good. Don't say that. There are chat. Um, he does have new music. It's a remix of his old one. And it's real good. Uh, speaking of, because he's got his new music and presentation, we have Powerhouse Hobbs taking on Ren Jones in a squash match. Really cool presentation of Hobbs. I like it a lot. Uh, obviously squashed Ren Jones. Uh, Ricky Starks comes out afterwards, but Hobbs stood tall because the referee like got in the way, caused a little yep. bit of distraction for Ricky Starks, managed to hit the spine buster. I like that. It was a very short brawl. Mm -hmm. It didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, kept, keeps the intensity going. Hobbs still standing tall makes you still want to see Ricky Starks get him back. Just good. I'm I'm still waiting on an explanation as to why Hobbs has turned on Starks, but I'm hopeful we can get that in the next couple of weeks. Who's who's winning this feud for you in terms of a of a, of a blow off blood feud match? Starks. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Starks win this one, but Hobbs is going to come out looking great in defeat anyway. I'll go with Hobbs in that case because I mm. I feel like you could have Starks come really close, but just can't match the power of, of Hobbs or something like that. If yeah. you if you want to push him as a kind of new monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Miro cut a promo on Malachi Black. Darby Allen cut a promo on Brody King. So they're having their respective views with members of the House of Black. Darby Allen tattooed his own hand. Do you think he actually did? Because that's no. the sort of thing that Darby Allen would do. Yeah. I could tell if it was real, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. But if it's fake, I'd be like, all right. I hope it's fake. Can you imagine <laughs> explaining that one? <laughs> Do you think he needs to explain any uh, of his tattoos maybe, maybe ever? Uh, Christian Cage then faced Matt Hardy, uh, which was fine. I didn't really expect anything out of this match, and it wasn't really anything. It was fine. You <sighs> yeah. know what? It was nice to see two veterans of the industry who have so much history face off. It was. But it's, it's Matt, nothing really to this match. Matt Hardy. I can't enjoy Matt Hardy matches much anymore. Mm -hmm. I, he's so stiff. Yeah. Not in when not in his moves. He just when he runs, it's like it, it feels like a robot without a knee joint. Mm. It sort of feels like his legs are sort of doing this, and he he can't really move very much. And obviously, he wants to wrestle, and that's great. Like I, I'm absolutely joyful that he is still in a state where he feels like he can wrestle, given his the what he's put his body through throughout his entire career. I just didn't really care that much about this match yeah um i wish i'd cared more basically and yeah. i think i would have cared more if, if matt hardy been a bit more maneuverable uh but yeah christian christian cage won due mm -hmm. to matt hardy basically getting over excited matt wanted to book christian through a table he set it up on the outside but matt jumped through it instead mm -hmm. and then kills which for the win yep uh afterwards christian cage looked like he was going to do a concerto onto matt hardy um but then luchasaurus comes out yes uh and then like down the ramp and at the same time jungle boy came out from the back into the back side of the ring and chased off christian didn't mm. quite get his hands on him but was still very intense and you know yes. blood feudy um oh, 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 oh. 
that's of, it's close to the theme, but not quite. Well done. I'm curious because Luchasaurus still has his black mask, still has his very heel heavy mm. entrance, but is sort of aligned with Jungle Boy in that he's sort of alongside him, but they're not together that much. Is it more just that he just hates Christian? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where Luchasaurus really stands in this whole thing. So I'm curious to see where that goes because I, I want to see like a fully fledged heel Luchasaurus mm. because I kind of got invested in that presentation that they've got for him. If it just goes back to being a babyface, that's fine. But do pick a side. I think if they whatever they're going to do with Luchasaurus, I'd like to see them go down that avenue. In the world of wrestling, how do you feel about like attempted murder in blood feuds? It's wrestling in it. Yeah. I guess. It's just like, I can't believe you're trying to run that guy over. That's so mean. I mean, he wasn't that close to me. He just drove to where he was standing. Uh, You know? I think in in, in kayfabe, he tried to kill him. Yeah. Or at least maim him to the point of... To be fair. Near death. A concerto is probably like attempted murder, realistically. Yeah. True. Yeah. Don't do any moves that that will really hurt. Mm -hmm. That's, I think... Yeah, that's the moral of the story right here. Daniel Garcia backstage called himself the Dragon Slayer because yeah, he uh, had a bad haircut. He he uh he, cause he beat defeated Brian, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Ooh, Dragon Slayer. Mm, nice. Uh, we the then thing. had we then had a recap of Pac defending his All Atlantic Championship against Connor Mills. Yes, big fan of that. Uh, Kip Sabian was also there, and the commentary actually referenced that it was Kip Sabian for once. <laughs> People being like, oh, it's such a such a well-told long-term story of Kip Sabian being at ringside. Who it's like, this guy? He's been there for ages, and the commentary haven't mentioned him once, nor has anyone referenced that he's there. What is the blow-off to this? I don't know. I don't know. Like, he pulls it off and it's not Kip Sabian? Uh, could be. It's it's Kip Sabian's brother, Ezekiel well, Sabian. Do you remember those like two weeks where... Who was it who just kept turning up in a hat on SmackDown? There was a re- was it like all the two weeks where Shelton Benjamin would just be like, yeah, the Shelton Benjamin thing I definitely remember. Like it just feels like they've gone. You want to do what? Oh, I'm going to sit at ringside with a bag in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Oh, well, you'll you'll see, right? And now it's like a year and, and now a half it's a year later. later, and they're like, <laughs> well, I guess he just does it now. Yeah, wild. Uh, we then had Ethan Page in the ring cutting a intense fiery promo. Mm-hmm. He kind of. Uh, echoed a lot of the same sentiments as like CM Punk did during his pipe bomb in WWE of him being like why aren't I on TV more AEW come on I'm right here why does it take five weeks between my matches I should be on TV more and all the people like cheering him through his promo and he's like why are you cheering you're the ones that buy a CM Punk you're uh, not buying my stuff a CM Punk uh, figure instead of mine you don't care about me uh, which, he's a really good promo. Yeah. Uh, Stokely Hathaway came out, Speaking though. Speaking of good promos. Uh, yes. Uh, and gave him his business card, which Ethan Page very quickly accepted, and then stood alongside Hathaway, and they walked out together. So it looks like Ethan Page is now alongside Stokely Hathaway, which means he's now got the baddies in Jade Cargill, Lee Moriarty, and Ethan Page, which yeah. is a weird mix, but I think it's I'm here just, for it. Yeah. It's a, it's a big old faction. It's a big old mid-card faction, although you've got Jade Cargill, who obviously would almost certainly going to be an AW Women's Champion in the near future. Um, if it can help elevate these guys who maybe haven't been sort of pointing in the right direction for a while, uh, 
then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And if 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 someone's gonna be gonna be a mouthpiece, then it's gonna be Stokely Hathaway. So yeah, um, yeah, all for this. Good to good to see Ethan Page sort of get away from what he was doing before. Yes, I agree. Uh, we then had uh, uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand with Anna J backstage, mm. and she was saying that she just likes choking people out, and yeah. then she choked another g- random guy out yeah. backstage. Which, again, is just common assault, and she mm-hmm. should probably be in prison at this point. Yeah, they they just said how much they love the Jericho Appreciation Society. Cool. Um, which is cool. I mean, it's good to see that they are still having Anna Jay on because I, mm-hmm. I, I think I think a few people were worried that when Tay Conti started doing her own thing after Anna Jay got injured that they were like oh okay they're focusing on Conti now yeah but to have Anna Jay who is really good and still incredibly mm. young oh, so young yeah. so she's got so much potential so to have her aligned and she's going to be learning so much from Chris Jericho mm. you'd assume so yeah um, so least. really good to see yeah uh, we then had the acclaimed taking on the ass boys uh, in a dumpster match uh, I really like this opening bit because are you, are you good? I'm an ass man. Had the acclaim taken on the ass boys. Uh, I really like this opening bit because uh, we had the Bones came out with a trash can and mm-hmm. beat up uh, the ass boys, and then Max Caster called for his music and then did his rap afterwards, which was really good. Because I think people were. Uh, n- not expecting the acclaim to do a rap because they'd already come out and like the- they started brawling and stuff. They were like, oh. Mm-hmm. I guess I claim aren't doing a rap. Then Max Caster picks up and goes, "Call off my music!" And then they'll be like, "Hey, Yay! he's doing a rap!" And he mentioned Vince McMahon. And Yay! he mentioned Vince McMahon retiring. Yay! Um, yeah, yeah. I just go. Uh, t- really, I that- tell you what. I thought this match was over after about thirty seconds when the acclaim got put in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, that was not what I was expecting." And they're yeah. like, "Oh no, you have to close. You have to close the lid. You got to yeah. close the lid." No, don't yeah. close the lid. Don't close the lid. Last second. Uh, the acclaimed are such good baby faces. Just really playing into the crowd at this point. And this to me, was a bit of goofy fun, a bit of nonsense, really enjoyed it, and I like that this, to me, was so reminiscent of times like the Attitude Era, when you had a roster full of really over characters and wrestlers. Not everyone has to be a main event talent to be over, and I liked excuse me, that this feels like two teams, one and a half teams, who are really, really over in like a solid mid card position yeah. and maybe you know we can see the acclaimed go up and maybe challenge for the AEW uh, tag titles at some point but I don't think they have to win them because they're so good at what they're doing right yeah. now as a mid card upper mid card act I think they're really really good well it's a, it's a perfect kind of match as well for a team like the acclaimed because people love to see a goofy silly match like mm. this and therefore to have the guys you're pushing win a match where they where the, where the aim of the match is to put two people in a bin that's going to make them all over because they'll be like, yay, they went in the bin. That's really funny and yeah. great and hilarious. And so it's a perfect match for for a mid-card team who you, who you want to see. Just like they are, they are there to make the crowd happy. And Absolutely. this is a perfect match to do that, especially like just before a, a kind of a much more serious main event. Absolutely. And I like that the ass boys are the punchline to the mm. joke. They're super goofy. And yeah. anytime they have a goofy thing like a dumpster match, they they commit to the nines and it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, they uh, put them in the dumpster. They did a huge mic drop off the stage through a table, uh, put them in the dumpster, the acclaimed one, and then they pushed the dumpster off the side of the stage, which was reminiscent of an uh, angle from the New Age Outlaws way back in the day, which is the thing that kind of kickstarted their careers, which was cool. I'm sure it's padded, but... I bet that hurts. Probably. You might have something inside to help protect him. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, 
I thought that was really, really good fun. Uh, and then we came on to the main event, which I really liked, yes. which was Wheeler Yuta versus Chris Jericho. Uh, this one was for Chris Jericho's title shot against John Moxley, which is an extra little stipulation that they added on mm -hmm. Rampage. And I think that little extra layer added quite a bit of value to this match because I don't think anyone really expected Wheeler Yuta to win. No. But just having the added intensity and possibility, if any time there was like a near fall or Yuta got Jericho in a submission, somebody go, ooh. Maybe? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then realism kicks back and you go, of course he was not winning. Yeah. But just that that extra little bit of um, those stakes that they added really, really helped on this one. Uh, and I thought this is... So this is... I can go off on a tangent about this one. This is just a classic wrestling story of veteran versus up-and-comer. Yeah. And it's such a simple story to tell, but it just works yeah. every single time because it's such an easy story to tell of veteran not taking up-and-comer seriously, up-and-comer surprising the veteran. Mm. A veteran, you know, being taken, oh, no, and then veteran does a veteran move to take over. Then they yeah. work over the up-and-comer. The up-and-comer does a fiery cut. Like, it's, it's basic wrestling storytelling, but it just works every single time. Yeah. It's well, so the, good. And, the, and the veteran sort of veteranship really played into into the finish as well because mm. you got Chris Jericho crawling for his baseball bat in the corner, which is then taken off him by um, Aubrey. Aubrey, um, and he uses that distraction while she throws it out to low blow Wheelie Utah and then lock him in the lion tamer. Yeah. So it's that kind of like you expect that from someone like Chris Jericho, sort mm -hmm. of wily, like oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat to win here, but I'm gonna do it by kind of luring. It wasn't just that he did a low blow; it was that he lured the referee into not looking yes, first. Exactly. And then Wheelie Yusha's like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna take advantage of this." Mm -hmm. But then walked walk straight into a low blow, straight into the lion tamer. Yusha taps incredibly quickly, mm -hmm. uh, which still puts over Jericho as as a, as a threat. I don't I don't think he'll beat Jer Moxley, but he no. but he's the threat now. I also cannot get over the continued progression we keep seeing from Wheeler Utah. Mm. The fact that he just main evented a dynamite against Chris Jericho and everyone goes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Is insane from where he was just a few months ago as a complete like, oh, he's in best friends. You know, he's he's like one of the lower people in best friends. If yeah, if you told crazy. me a man called Wheeler Utah would mm. be in the main event of an AEW dynamite, I'd go, no, that's a really silly name. He's probably not going to do that. There are wrestlers called like Luchasaurus. No, I know. So I know. I think that's a silly name as well. Mm. But I don't know what it is about Wheeler Utah that just makes me think it's a silly name. But no, and and Chris Jericho no, I said, think Andy. "What? I think you're a silly name. I think you're. I think your mum." Well, I got personal. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Chris Jericho said basically, "You want the line? You want the, no, no? Yeah, you want Lionheart next week? You're gonna get." Or not whatever it is, you're going to get the Lionheart. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it'll be. I don't know if that means he's going to turn up in his in his gear, probably, given it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, um, he likes to revisit in old gimmicks. But yeah, this uh, this is a good little sort of mini feud until presumably we get Punk versus Moxley at, I don't know, the November show. Um, full gear. Full gear. Probably. So, because it can't, it's too soon. I think it might be too soon for it's All Out. It's too soon for All depending. Out. Um, Unless Punk comes back, like, next week, after the yeah. title match, Punk comes back to set up the All I think, Out I match, think they're I doing know. a bunch of returns. Both Omega and Punk probably back at back it all out maybe so. yeah um also i just like to point out because i i had a a complaint a couple of weeks ago that i f felt like the blackpool combat club felt too separate mm. like it was like here's claudio okay where's everybody else yeah here's wheelie Utah. okay where's everybody else and since then it feels like they've become a lot more they like connected or, over time and now 
I love the dynamics they've got yeah. going on at Blackpool Comic Club because it's a little bit of a cycle. Because now you've got, because they, they had a couple segments together with Claudio and Yuta. Claudio's like Yuta's hype man now. He's mm. backing up Yuta quite frequently now. So you have Claudio backing up Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta has a hell of a history with John Moxley mm. because of you know how Wheeler ascended into Blackpool Comic Club was through a test through John Moxley. You obviously have John Moxley and Brian Danielson and their history as the duo mm. to start with and how they this thing all kicked off. Then you have Danielson's history with Claudio and how he came into AEW. That he's connected in a cycle, but then you have the two on opposite sides of the cycle that aren't quite as connected with yeah. like Yuta and Danielson and Moxley and Claudio, which is stuff they can explore down the line, which will make it feel like the stable is progressing and evolving without them having to add extra people it's yes. just it's so good and you've got i love it regal on commentary just kind of making oh. making the odd comment now Regal's so good he's tough as old boots and oh. there's lots of very english things regal is an absolute gem on commentary because every single little detail in that match he will put over and be like there's a reason he's doing that yeah. i told him how to do that there's a reason this thing works mm. this thing really hurts because of this specific thing you hadn't thought of it's like regal you're an absolute master on commentary and he makes everything feel important i loved all of this and the more I talk about it, the more I liked it. It was good. It was really good. Oh, this might have been my favorite thing on the show. I take it back. Maybe this was better. So good. I love everything to do with Blackpool Combat Club. I love everything to do with Wheeler Yuta's Ascension. I like that this added more fuel to the uh, to the match with the stipulation. I like that Jericho got the win by being a bit sneaky, but also by winning. Mm. You know, locking in the line him is pretty dominant. Um, the fact that he did the lion tamer when Moxie's been calling out like the lion heart to come for the match stuff, yeah. good little detail like that. This was all real good. Big fan. And I thought that this show overall, high four out of five. There yeah. was not much to complain about on this show at all. Very solid four out of five. Uh, not, yeah, like you say, nothing Nothing that I would say that was bad. Yeah. Like I wasn't that keen on the Matt Hardy match, but it wasn't bad. No, so it was I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. Uh, there's genuinely... This feels like, I don't want to say a, a reset or a rise or anything, but like, it feels like a lot of the AEW originals mm. are getting a lot of a, 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 a rise and a push now, which is really, really cool. Seeing like the rise of Hobbs and Starks and people like that makes me very excited for the direction that they're going to be going yeah. in soon. And now we're, we're really getting into the, into the build towards All Out. And I think after next week, after we have that Quake by the Lake or whatever it's called, uh, next Such week. Such a. I, I haven't been on a Stop. show yet. That's a dumb name. That's a bad name. Uh, after after that week, I think we're probably going to see a lot of the feuds take shape for All Out, whether it be through returns or stare downs or whatever after big matches. I think that's going to be where we're going to see what yeah. the match is going to be at All Out. I'm excited. Don't know about anyone else. I'm bloody excited for all of that. And I thought this was a great show. Now, before we get into the rest of your Ultra Chats, we have to say thank you to some special people. Those are our $25 and above Patreon backers, our pledge hammers over on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. We've got a new upload schedule on our Patreon so that every single Wednesday, uh, you're going to be getting a new upload, apart from months where you have five Wednesdays, because we have four main shows with a fan quiz on you thrown in there too. Because we had the WrestleTalk mailbag go up yesterday, which is really cool, which is with Luke and Dan Layton. Next week, we're going to have our new WrestleTalk behind the scenes show, which is going to be me, Luke, Ollie, and Tempest. We're all going to talk about like 
behind the scenes stories of how these videos come together and stuff like that. Um, then we're going to have Wrestle Talk After Dark, then Wrestle Talk Extra to, uh, to round out the month. It's good. Lots of bonus content. Patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, and it gets read out on a show, much like this one. So thank you to the $100 man, C.D. Horver. Do we do that anymore? No, I've got Hall of oh, Fame music. nice. Angelic Angelo Mercado. Charles. Don't! Homer. The Kessel Run DX Solo. Double L, Liam Leonard. Mad Mac, the Meat Father. Have an argy bargy, Margie Pargy. She's lovely, I met she her. Is. Uh ab Abominable Michael Abbott. Superkick, Nick Mizesco. Ryan Disco Stewart. A.A. Ron Turner. And the roller coaster, Robert Acosta. Thank you so much. All of our pledge hammers really do appreciate all the support. Should we thank uh, someone else? Or are we doing now? Yes. Uh, before we get into the last of the ultra chats here, I just want to say one more time thank you so much to Geology for sponsoring this stream today. Uh, click the link at the top of the description and get yourself one of these. It's a 30 second uh, diagnostics quiz. You get your own custom regime that they send out to you based on your preferences and what you need for your skincare routine. And then they send it out to you. Click that link and get 70% off. 70% off. Your 30-day trial would highly recommend. That is G-E-O-L-O-G-I-E, -O -O -E, Geology. Go click that link right now, please. Can you see these wrinkles? Mm -hmm. That wow. was Geology. Mm. Just want to clarify, no, it wasn't. Um, because what? we have to say that probably for, like, legal reasons. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much, Geology, for sponsoring the stream. Let's get into the rest of your ultra chats here. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Last chance to get those done. Uh, Jaden Jones said, My prediction, next week the Bucks announce they have a third man. Everyone expects Paige, but it's Kenny. Like two ships passing in the night once again. Have Elite versus Cole and Red Dragon in the tournament, but Elite versus Paige and Dark Order as the finale and all out. No, I don't think, I don't think Omega's back until all out. Yeah, I don't think Omega's going to come back next week. I, I, I like the idea, but I, like I don't think idea. it's going to happen. No. Good idea, Jaden, but uh, I'd be surprised. Yes, so would I. Uh, Roy Zhang said, The depth of the roster is insane. Everyone who appeared on the show was majorly over, with the possible exception of Jay Lethal. That's not counting those who weren't there, like FTR, HOB, House of Black, Hook. Now if they can make that depth... Now if they can make that depth with the women's division... I agree. Yeah. One of the things we said about Raw this week was that there was six, they had a six-woman kind of feud and every single one of them felt like a star. Genuinely, I think WWE has already stepped up their game for making their women's division feel great. Mm. Um, I'm really curious to see what SmackDown's going to do this week about that as well because uh, it seems like a lot of the focus was put on Raw with yeah. the returns of um, Bailey and Bailey, Io Sky yeah. and Dakota Kai. Um, so I'm curious as to how, to how SmackDown does that. But yes, I'm excited for WWE's women's division and hopefully... Uh, that means that uh, AEW will also step up their game. Uh, Sergeant Maddie said, I was there last night. Man, what a show. The women's tag absolutely killed it. I agree. It was Agreed. a very fun match. Uh, Blakey said, it, uh, it was also my birthday yesterday. 
Happy birthday. Anyways, I haven't had a chance to watch AEW yet, but I love hearing y'all's take on everything happening. Much love, much love. Thank you so much, Blakey. Happy birthday, Blakey. Yes. Yesterday. Riot DR said, Jamie Hater is just fantastic. I look forward to the build to her and Thunder checks the internet. Oh, so she's getting a shot on Saturday. Well, all right then. That's cool. Really hope this isn't just a pit stop to Rosa versus Baker. It is. It will be. It will be, but you yeah. never know. Like, there's still lots of time for Jamie Hater to, to become that, that top star. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Robert Waters said, I really like that the dumpster match was a cool callback to what the New Age Outlaws did to Cactus Jack and Terry Funk and thus being recruited into DX. I agree. It was a really cool callback. I like it. Yeah. That's what I was referencing before with the New Age Outlaws. That's what they did with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a couple months later. guns. Like a couple months later, they joined DX and that's what elevated their careers. It was a cool thing. Anywho, uh, Riot DR said, so Christian and Jungle Boy have insulted and threatened each other with death. Wonder what's... Attempted vehicular homicide. Well, that escalated. I really wanted Luchasaurus to do something besides go back to lovable Dino. The dark side suits him. I agree. Yeah. I'd like to see him do something. I would like to see uh, sort of darker, single mm. star Luchasaurus. By the way, if my eyes are watching, it's because I'm about to sneeze, but it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just so overcome with emotion <laughs> at love, this stream. I really love Luchasaurus. Yeah. Uh, Colostopia said, uh, can't wait for the tournament of the threes and belts, as John Silver calls them. I want the finals to be the Dark Order versus Hung Bucks, so that there is a moral dilemma for Hangman once again. That is also very cool. If they can't do uh, Undisputed Era, excuse me, as the uh, as the final, I'd really like to see them do Dark Order. Um, yes, with uh, with Hangman, that would be. Cool. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I do think I do think it would be Undisputed Elite. I think that's, that's think they are fine, but uh, no, that would be a, another little story they can mm. tell. Uh, Riot DR said, odd opinion maybe, is Lionheart most dangerous Chris Jericho? Y2J beat Stone Cold and The Rock on the same night. Best in the world, Jericho shortened Shawn Michaels' career and punched Shawn's wife. Lionheart was just fantastic wrestling. It's fair. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Oh, what a tease. What a tease. Uh, Cassidy Delaney said, last night was a really good show. Loved the opener. God, is Cassidy over or what? But I just really want, uh, what I just really want to say is I think Eddie having the match with Sammy is just to hold him over so he has something to do until he gets punk at a guess revolution. I hope so. I really want Eddie Kingston to do something meaningful because it feels like he's been feuding with insert person for a while and it's just been like, it's been Jericho and it was Daniel Garcia for a little bit, and then it was Jericho again, and still Daniel Garcia, now Sammy Guevara, and he's just going through like Jericho Appreciation Society, and I'd like him to do something else. Yeah. He doesn't have to, like... Eventually, if Eddie Kingston were to win the belt, he doesn't have to hold it for long. But, and I don't want to sound like WWE, but what a moment that would be. Like, just the kind of... No one really took him that seriously when he first came into AW, but for, so for him to do that would be like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Be so It'd be so so cool. good for fans as well. Yeah. Uh, Tells P said, "I've never been so disappointed to hear Adam Page's music. Why? Because you wanted to maybe Kenny? Because you wanted Kenny? Yeah, I guess. I guess people were expecting maybe Kenny to come back. That's a shame. Kenny's not coming back in the second segment of a of a Wednesday night. But show. maybe he is." You don't know, do you? Uh, marked out for the Lion Tamer and Bones is Billy Gear. Yeah, it was very, very good uh, callbacks in that match. Thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Uh, Plasma PD said, uh, It must just be me, but I'm excited that the AEW video game is going to be on the Switch. It's the only console I have, ATM, and I really wanted it to be on there because 2K18 is not the best. Have you seen uh, the gameplay footage of Elite? They've got like arcade games where you're like playing baseball with the 
with the AW stars, and there's one where you're like running around the ring trying to collect coins, mm-hmm. like from like the um, no chips from like double or nothing. Right, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of and a lot of, all the comments are really really positive because they're like, oh, it's great that they are doing this sort of arc- arcade mm-hmm. um, sort of system. I think a lot of people have, have missed that kind of wrestling game for sure. Yeah, that sounds really good. I'm excited for that. Uh, I believe that that is it for the ultra chats though. So I believe that is it for the show also i just like to point out as well uh if you haven't heard we're going to be doing a watch party for clash at the castle so if you're in the uk and you haven't got a ticket for clash at the castle and you want to watch it with us and everyone else in the wrestle talk crew and some of the no Bard people as well and all that stuff come to our clash at the castle watch party the link is in the description you can go click on that buy your tickets we already sold over half the tickets that we have available right now for this show so make sure to get your hands on it before they sell out uh, it's going to be a really good time. We get to see all of us. We're going to watch the show. We're going to have an after party. There's like arcade machines in that yeah. in the place. It's going to be really, really fun. You've got basically over a hundred people, like-minded wrestling fans who yes. like Wrestle Talk, who like WWE, who like wrestling, who will be there. If you don't watch wrestling with a lot of people, if you haven't got friends who watch wrestling, you are going to make some friends at this party. Uh, who love wrestling and mm. you can watch it with them again and again and again. So come along. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I genuinely, I cannot wait for that. I think it's going to be so much fun. I got a tweet from someone on Twitter saying that, uh, is it acceptable for me to come alone? I was like, yes, yes that's, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> come alone because then you are surrounded by all the people yeah. that think the same as you and are going to watch wrestling in a similar environment. It's, oh. it's so much fun. If you haven't been to like a watch party or watching like a big group of people before, can confirm it is really fun. It's the best way to watch wrestling because everyone is cheering. Everyone is having a laugh. Everyone's making silly jokes mm-hmm. and whatever, what have you. No one's taking it particularly seriously. But yeah, I met, uh, bumped into a, a WrestleTalk fan last night who... who didn't know we were doing the show, but as soon as he found out, he was mm. like, absolutely, I'm booking that. And he was like, I'm going to be coming alone. I was like, that's great. You yeah. can meet lots of people. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be awesome. Do you know who else is awesome? Who's that? Chris Petru. Yes. Why is that, Andy? Because it is his final day as a moderator. He has been a moderator for a very, very long time for us. So everyone in the chat, give a little clap to Chris Petru. He is leaving. This is his final stream with us. He is a wonderful and incredibly generous man this is a man who once said no 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 i don't want to win a prize that i legitimately won someone else can have it uh so thank you very much chris you will be missed um but we look forward to still seeing you around yeah and more than that he's obviously like we said a very generous person and he's been a pledge hammer to us for a long long time uh, you may hear his shout outs every so often on these podcast shows and things like that like i said he's been a moderator for us for a while chris which a really lovely man he sent us a really long email as well that i read today about his time as a moderator and how much he enjoys our content gave compliments to mod mother jenna there was all sorts of stuff in that really long email he's such a lovely man and we wish you the best chris for what you're going to go on to do next thank you so much for being our awesome moderator we wish you the best good luck and everything you do, and we'll still stick you, see you around on the content and all that stuff as well. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of the Rest of the Podcast. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Really do appreciate it. Uh, there will be no Friday show tomorrow because we have our new show uh, that will be the Rest of the Podcast on a Friday. Blackpool Content Club. It's the best name, Andy. It's the worst Shut name. up. Uh, with me, Luke and Tempest, that's actually going to launch next week, so there won't be a show tomorrow, but I'll be back on Saturday with Sat E. Niangi going through SmackDown and Rampage, so subscribe if you haven't already, like the video, etc. Watch some of our other content, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye, jam that jam, etc. Goodbye. Jam that jam.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.